So hi and welcome to the Irish Writers Podcast. We're three aspiring writers hoping to get published. Um, I'm Cathy and I'm writing a rom-com novel. I'm here with... Kate. I'm writing a fantasy fiction novel and also science fiction. And Maura and I have written a screenplay and I'm currently writing a fantasy novel. Brilliant. Okay, so uh, we actually had a podcast outing this week that unfortunately okay. I, I didn't attend. <laughs> 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 Having organised it and forced everybody else to attend. Um, it was to a, a town hall meeting called by the International Literature Festival of Dublin. Um, and what they were trying to do was consult with the public and their potential audience and um, really to brainstorm and get some, kind of some ideas about the festival that's coming up, what people would like to see included in it and what might be good. Um, so as I didn't actually attend, <laughs> <laughs> through no fault of my own, well, through all my own fault, but it was an accident. And, yeah, yeah um, it's bait and switch, bait and switch. Oh. And I was like, you know, she booked the tickets and then didn't go. Um, I so badly wanted to be there. But anyway, yeah. okay, so was it good? Was it, was it, it worth was the time? Quite interesting. Yeah, yeah okay. I mean, it was only an hour, like they didn't, they didn't kill us or anything like that. Sure. So. Um, I think brevity is always the best. Yeah, yeah, to be honest, it yeah. absolutely is. Mm-hmm. And I think we were in the Oak Room in the Mansion House, so we have some fantastic photos. Oh, of, we have uh, wonderful photos of um, various uh, crests from the Lord Mayor, some of which we may put on, we on may. Twitter. So yeah. I think we should. I think we should. I think yeah. The crest yeah. of this podcast has to be the man in his underpants with, <laughs> with, with the club. With the club. Yeah. yeah, I think so. And his and leaf underpants. Yeah. We kid you not. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. kid you not. In the Mansion House, this was so. I mean, a beautiful yeah. setting. Anyway, yeah. I always yeah. want to go. So, um, the kind of the it was delivered by Martin Caldwell, who's the program director for the International Literature Festival Dublin, which used to be called the Dublin Writers Festival. Mm-hmm. And then there was kind of a questioning further from Annette Clancy, who is a lecturer in ECD on organisational behaviour, and they were really talking about some of the kind of things that are maybe top of the news in relation mm-hmm. to writing. So mm-hmm. some of some of the things I think we've touched on before. Um, um, and then they just wanted to know about kind of the audience's experiences with relation to, to literary events, um, which I was like, oh God, I didn't feel like I was qualified to talk about that at all. Um, and, I was like, oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> um, and yeah, to get kind of, you know, ideas. So it was about half an hour of them talking through. Yeah, he, he went through kind of a, his mind, a, maybe. a brief history of kind of how literary festivals have be- been kind of this kind of highbrow, um, genteel kind, kind of, of... salon kind yeah, of Yeah, like Lady Judy Dench comes yeah. and attends this literary festival, whereas nowadays... Um, kind of made the point was the author fights back <laughs> right okay. um meaning that the treatment of the authors isn't always fair so was he trying to set the scene here so he was just kind of like setting your scene kind of giving your framework yeah. for yeah. this discussion he, he kind of okay. raised it like you know the, all the, there were different types of festivals and they did right. different things and there were different push pull factors sure and, yeah um, yeah he did he did really he, kind of dwell on yeah, the he, approaches the authors feel how they yeah. yeah their experience through um like well, he, he gave quite... an example of Joanne Harris um who wrote Chocolat mm-hmm. and he, he like one of the festivals um they demanded a, like a six week exclusivity clause right. where for six weeks you know she you couldn't talk to anyone else yeah. about her book 
Um, so stupid because you're always on book tour un- when you're doing yeah. these things. So stupid. And during the festival, unrestricted filming, um, five copies, free copies of her book, and they paid fifty quid. Yeah. Okay. So it's pretty so yeah, and to be honest, it, that is pretty. It's topical at the moment. Mm. A lot of people it are is. discussing yeah. it. I mean, I think authors are finally waking up to this idea that they shouldn't be working for free. And especially shouldn't be paid an exposure. I think. Yeah. Is yeah. Kind of. Um, and I think that. But I think something that is something that like from the flip side. Now, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm always on the side of the author. Mm-hmm. But from the flip side, I think that's something that festivals are really going to struggle to meet Mm -hmm. because I think there is this new expectation from authors that they're not going to accept 50 quid in ridiculous terms you know they're not going to show up just to get some Mm. exposure and then be stuck in a room I think the thing is also that the exposure wasn't particularly good either right sure so they talked about kind of celebrities coming to you know um festivals and the celebrities being paid Mm -hmm. um and you know them maybe being put on so one of the examples was I might be conflating two examples that again, um, which was like, you know, you're in a small tent in a weird place, but 25 people might make it in. And um, and then beside you is Rob Lowe yeah. talking about his memoir. So everyone goes to that, yeah. you know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. like, but in see, that I case, the exposure is not good. That's not no. the slot you want to be on either. No, you know? no. But I think as well, I mean, some of these festivals... Uh, you know and to be honest they're paying everybody else they're paying for the tents they're paying for the caterers yeah, they're paying right. absolutely everybody else they're not I, making yes. much so I really do think they should be paying the authors if they're the yeah, draw yeah. Mm-hmm. but I think they will struggle with their current business model yeah, to yeah. to compensate authors in a way that authors feel like they should be compensated Yeah, I think there's also an idea of what the festival is for mm-hmm. like yeah, even even the name questions. change from Dublin Writers Festival to International Literature Festival Dublin mm-hmm. Dublin Writers Festival sounds like a festival for people like us yeah. right yeah. you yeah. read and write yeah. um, International Literature Festival sounds like more of a reader based thing to me or maybe at a, a particular type of book or to be you honest, know, the word international and then literature yeah. to me implies that it's academics coming together internationally, like coming from all streams. It sounds like it, a stuffy... And so then it's like, well, what is it for? And I think yeah. that if you're trying, if you're aim is to have like as many people as there, well then yes, you need your big celebrity aims because you get pe- you want people mm-hmm. who generally don't give a crap about this kind of thing to go, and they'll go for celebrities. But mm-hmm. maybe. It's about people who are interested anyway and want to go because of topics or go because of interesting yeah. speakers yeah. who may not be Oprah Winfrey. Well, they're two yeah. different kind of, you know, interesting tacks. Like, yeah. the, one of the things I think just I struggled with the blog is my blog was too general. So I struggled mm. to find a niche audience mm-hmm. that I could then build from. Where on the yeah. flip side, if your audience is too niche, then you're only appealing to 10 people and you know those yeah, 10 people right. only have limited resources to spend on your product mm-hmm. so it's kind of about getting that balance but I think sometimes you're better to focus it down and build up yeah I, I yeah. and I think like again you know he was really good he talked about different types of festivals like mm-hmm. you know festivals and places that are festival places like yeah, you know festival right. towns that have a festival all the time and mm-hmm. this is the month they have the you yeah. know writers festival or the book mm-hmm. festival um, then there was the boutique ones and then there was the city-based ones like mm-hmm. Dublin or London mm-hmm. you know where it, this notion of it kind of integrated with the city experience mm-hmm. um, which is something the Taste of Dublin do really well they do actually and they, yeah. they charge a shocking price in and the shocking f- price the food is a ter- like a terrible <laughs> you price you have to spend like yeah, 50 quid yeah. to 
get lunch. Oh, not even lunch. You get like a sample that you get down yeah. in the supermarket for free. Did you know? Like it is. Well, like, I did it when I went. I did it the right way. I'm telling you, I had many free sausages as I could. Yeah, <laughs> but it's so like I mean, but it's, that's their approach. So yeah, their approach yeah. is it is not a cheap festival. Yeah. So if you're coming for free grub, go elsewhere. Yeah. That's not what this is about. So I mean, you know, and I think part of theirs is that it's set in the Ivy Gardens. It's a lovely venue. Yeah. yeah, they get in a few celebrity chefs, but it's not really what people are going for. Yeah. People are going for the restaurants, taste food that they yeah. normally wouldn't spend a meal in. Yeah. You know, well, this is what I suggested too. I was mm-hmm. like, well, you know, of course, I'm putting it into my genre where I would most likely go. So anyway, if there's like a Game of Thrones kind of mm-hmm. festival, yeah. You expect to find Game and Game of Thrones food yep. type yep. of food, mm-hmm. and you know, well, to be honest, for the tears of lease, would you pay eight quid for that? Well, it might kill me. Of so. course, you would. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it might, and you would pay eight quid for that. Yeah, yeah. eight euro or whatever. You know. Plus, I think you know things like that have draws. So, like if you had a Game of Thrones area, if you mm-hmm. had like a Harry Potter area, if you yeah. had a Dan Brown area, if you had you know like the big huge. Like where you could make them worlds, do you know it's what a, I mean? It's, a few yeah, people, actors is, dressed up in a bit of costume, a bit of food exactly. that's appropriate. It's more kind of interactive. I mean, yeah. but even so, if it was like, a, say, you had um, a Japanese, like literature, whatever. There are other, and I mean, there, there other was a question the thrown out there about you know crossing with other media, crossing with other mm-hmm. art forms, mm. and and what ways you could do that, and um. <laughs> I kind of brought up the Cinema Book Club, which mm-hmm. is just this kind of, you know, um, the Lighthouse Cinema do it where there's a book and then there's a film and they're really mm-hmm. good at matching them and it's just a little yeah. little thing. But it, it has that, it's entertainment and, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> then they were like, ah, now you're at the nub of it, entertainment. You yeah. know, and, and I but think like... But like their tequila mockingbird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like there are, I you know, I don't, I don't, I have not been I'm to sorry. this festival. Was there a suggestion that there should be a bar with themed cocktails? Well... Is that what Tequila Mockingbird was? I yeah. love that yes. idea. Did you yeah. see the, the, the book club? Was oh, tequila, the wind tequila. And tequila Mockingbird. I did see that actually. So, I'm yeah. loving that. A bar, well, a bar yeah. anyway. Well, just yeah. in general, in favour of it. I feel it should be at all writers' festivals. With the I think it's like having, yeah. for me, right? Okay, so I haven't been yeah. to, uh, arguably, been to a literature festival. But like, so I have been to Discon. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what I really liked about it, it was different to, I, I have gone a couple times with my friend Hazel and Amy, and we like different things. And I personally cannot bear to sit in another fucking seminar, right? <laughs> because I have been to more seminars than most people who have hot dinners, yeah. and I don't want to spend my spare time doing that. But I love games, and I love, you know, puzzles, and mm-hmm. um, people kind of doing different things but yeah. that are associated with. Because yeah. ultimately, right, reading a book is a solitary experience, and you go to a festival, you're not all sitting around reading books because that's a library. Yes. Um, so why... <laughs> Does it, it shouldn't just be people talking about writing books or talking about reading books. It should also be like that, experiencing yeah, the food yeah, or, you yeah. know. Although I have to admit, one of the biggest straws I've had to festivals, and I've been to a few of them, is the speakers who are going to speak. And usually they're talking about topics, about writing topics mm-hmm. I am particularly interested in. Yeah, so I do yeah. think there is a place for that. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I think yeah, they I are... I those talks. Uh, which is no problem. <laughs> which, but, like, to be honest, the ones that I've been to, they've been rooms of 30, 40 people for an hour yeah. talking about a particular thing. Then there's a break, a change, and, and then you're can, into the next that one. That can be so brilliant. So one of the questions we got asked, and I think of the room split half and half, was was the themes that would draw us in or this named speakers. And 
like I said, it was about half and half. I mean, mm. I feel like I want to know what someone's talking about. I don't want yeah. necessarily want someone who's just shilling something and I'm mm. going to get the same talk mm. somewhere else and I could get it on YouTube. And actually, mm. do you know what I saw was very interesting, which I saw happen, was a collection of writers talking about a theme. So they will all have written a book that was based around the same theme. Yeah. So like one was domestic abuse and there was one girl, you know, they had, they'd looked at the same theme from all different aspects. Mm. Another one was traveling and that sense of um, loneliness when you get, when you leave a place, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, the, you know, it was just a general theme. They'd all written books approaching this theme and the conversation was about the theme, yeah. not necessarily about and their individual books. Yeah, really and that meant that whether you had read the book or not, you right. could engage with that conversation. Yeah. And if you were thinking about writing about that theme, they would throw up a lot of things to be relevant to you. Uh, yeah, but even yeah. like just as a as a writer, as a reader, you know, mm. you would you would have like that. So if you if you read a lot on that mm. theme you know here was a further discussion about it or here were other books that you might so yeah. they they were shilling let's not yeah. be false about but, I mean, that's what but, there, I get that, but in an authentic way yeah do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like in a, in a genuine way where they were genuinely communicating yeah. with an audience who were genuinely interested mm-hmm. in their theme not just people who are showing up to see i don't know name a celebrity yeah do you know yeah. their new book and to be honest i don't think celebrities are as big a draw for Ah, uh, look, I've done a few events with celebrities and they are a huge draw. Like something, depending on your speaker, something will sell out or it won't, right? Right. I'm, okay. not, I'm not saying that, that that's not important. And I think, I felt that they had a very balanced view on the role yeah, of celebrities. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think, again, it's about what your festival is for. Mm-hmm. And, okay, maybe you're going to have this massive festival that has celebrities that really encourages people to read. Mm-hmm. And the idea is people will draw people in and they'll go and will increase the population who are reading Mm -hmm. and that's a purpose and that makes a lot of sense it's again it's what is the purpose of your yeah you know who is your audience what i mean they don't have to be the same people but like um but i think you hit on the knob with the entertainment thing i really feel like (laughs) i'm like dance monkey dance (laughs) people like you know usually they're giving up a saturday or sunday everybody works everybody has a long week they want to go and do something enjoyable like i want to go with you or people, other people who are excited to be there. Yeah, yeah, you know, and kind of meet like-minded people. There's like a, you know, a, yes. an opportunity to discuss. So I think, and I, I do understand the challenge with this with books, because like you say, oh, it yeah. is a solitary mm-hmm. event. Mm-hmm. But like another suggestion would be like that they do on the radio. So they mm-hmm. read books and they have different actors doing different voices in the yeah. book. Do you know what I mean? So they could pick a book that was like dialogue. so many heavy. things you can do as well. Yeah. Or like, you could do like... Um, putting different voices to the book so like females reading male mm. characters vice versa or children reading adults adults reading children to see how that language or how that story is different yep. when the yeah. character is perceived to be yeah. different like yeah. there's some really interesting things that are quite visual quite entertaining that you don't need to know anything about the book or the story mm. or anything but you know will capture an audience for yeah. 30 minutes and then it moves on yeah. and they go to something different do you know like yeah i mean in a way that you know um, in a way the freedom there's a lot of freedom in the fact that we're not all going to sit in a room and read books together you know yeah. which means you don't have to be locked into a certain type of 
I think I mean one thing I really liked about Discon is the bedtime stories that they did which okay. is a lovely idea which I never managed to make it there for by the way so <laughs> it was a lovely idea in theory that I never but because you were at a conference people actually change into their gym jams and go down oh. and you know have you'd have to have special outdoor course. gym jams yeah well you'd have you could to have be the wearing good your, ones your yeah. mother brought you for when you went to hospital absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> you could be wearing the actual gym jams yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know like it, 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 spot you know, cream on you get that that the nightcap and your teddy bear um, you know there are all different ways that we talk about stories and tell stories and there could be you know really oh, do you know what I love sorry I've just mm. had a great idea go on you go ahead I was going to say yeah, yeah. by the way they're open to receiving these ideas yeah. so if you want to contact them in the next few weeks it would be a good time so we should yeah. probably send them an email as well yeah oh, we will and I'll give yeah. some full details at the end of this yeah. um, but sorry I just had a total idea do you remember those um, like that Irish tradition of telling stories those kind of Shannon Shannon yeah. that's what yeah. they were called and not the ones that kind of cry saying I don't like no, those no. ones right Shannon <laughs> that's the one you do right, yeah. put them all down but anyway the, um, those, that, that old way of story storytelling so you know I love that idea that you just have like it's almost like an improv but it's not really meant to be sad or like funny you know but that you just have like that storytelling people sit around and just randomly tell stories in that kind of like conversational sort of way that you would have had yeah yeah I love that idea there's so many I think there's so many things that you do that we should just do that just sit around and tell stories I think those people are called hobos (laughs) (laughs) you know on the bus beside a few I have a few short stories yeah some short stories I could read but you know like I mean if you were a writer who was like um yeah like you'd written several short stories yeah. like I mean I know it's different to write than to you know mm-hmm. perform and to, to yeah, give but it well, we were talking about short stories right and we were like oh they fall that and we mm-hmm. came to the conclusion that maybe they were to be read aloud yes maybe. yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know they would be the right length and you know yeah. for that half hour thing and plus I think it's a market that is very underrepresented in the general public's reading like I, mean, yeah. I don't know how many mm-hmm. people buy books of short stories but there are yeah. not as many people no. who buy no. full novels so you know yeah. it's, it could be a way of tapping into yeah. showing people you know better options of it mm-hmm. anyway um, yeah so it was it was very interesting it was an interesting chat and I was actually you know more things to say than you know yeah it's good for but and um, the book club is another interesting one yeah that was brought up like they I mean um Martin himself said like the two big changes in the last 20 years are um book clubs and festivals right mm-hmm. and that there had been some initiatives to happen one that I loved was Pizza and Proofs <laughs> which was <laughs> six weeks before publication getting a proof of the book and you know people reading it and discussing it yeah. I mean they're, they're brought up logistical problems with like so if you have an author that's coming and you want to have a book club with that author yeah. people would have to know a good bit in advance to read the book for the thing and you might right. not want but, to tell people in advance sure but I think maybe if you did it the flip way so like a lot of people are in book clubs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's all very fun and exciting when it's yeah. all starting up. But then after a couple of months, you're like, oh, the com- like, how do we structure our conversation? Or yeah. how do we, how do we, how do we get the most out of our book club? Right? <laughs> Us overachievers, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like, but you know, like some, some discussions. Some fine with just five <laughs> minutes, yeah. Yeah. ten minutes of talking. Sometimes it's all <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, But I, like, there could be a discussion about how to run your book clubs. How do you, how do you keep people interested? How do you, you know? Yeah, I, I think like there was, you know, well, one thing that was asked from the group that was there was like, do you have any like entry fee for book clubs? Like a book club outing, that, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and that's probably would be a really good thing. Uh, one thing I'd be protective of, but 
our book club is our book club is a lot of crack so it is yeah you know so um but you see, yeah well you look book clubs have many different functions yeah. to be honest they replace the old Tupperware party stuff like <laughs> you know so like don't get me wrong I yeah. don't think every book club is out there drilling into the inner <laughs> meaning of the book and so sometimes I know I do know that some editions of books you get I now have a few questions in yeah. the back that are book yeah. club questions yeah which I'm always you know um, keen to ignore um, <laughs> but you know I, 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 I think don't though, read those kind of books <laughs> yeah, I know about you yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. one or two yeah um, the, the the recent editions of the Neil Gaiman books all had book club questions oh, in the really? back yeah so yeah. Um, which I mean you know I think but I think there is a way of incorporating book clubs I think there there should be Do there you should know? be like because uh, you know one thing I, was, I, I said to them tonight was like that you know, there are um, book like a lot of book clubs read the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. there are book. I mean, it's because a lot of people read the same thing. Sure. You know, yeah. um, and uh, you know, there's a, but there's also like for us. I mean, we've had various points in our book club where we, we don't know what to read actually. Yeah. yeah. And so like we are happy to go and find new authors or people. Yeah. And and often a book will come to book club where someone will say, "I kind of want to read this." Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what do you think? I think it's this. I need know? an excuse to read yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So in a way, I think book clubs some way of feeding into book clubs is a natural mm-hmm. you know home for new authors or new yeah. yeah and i've definitely seen stuff on um that women writers of the books well authors saying i'll totally go to your book club if you read my book basically i know i feel Which, like that would be a bit awkward though <laughs> me too. I, 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 like, I think well, they're american yeah. i don't think that would work in i Ireland. don't know if that's the yeah. artist well to be honest i was watching it now i was watching a uh, midsummer murders right it <laughs> 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 is practically the same as watching the rt news right uh-huh. <laughs> a book club where the author showed up and there was obviously a murder of the author but the (laughs) like the book club was like five people plus the author I was like that is the most uncomfortable situation I have ever seen criticising the guy's book to his face I was like no I think um, this this one um, that I read half probably half read the article (laughs) um, but she was saying how you know people were like why you know, I didn't like this character, I didn't like this character, but I enjoyed reading. Like, then you have to get perspective on, I can enjoy the book and hate all the people that you wrote about. Sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 For me, I'm like, if an author showed up at our book club, they'd probably be like, no, seriously, are, are you done talking about that? <laughs> Who cares minutes? about your lives? <laughs> yeah, like, Let's talk about all? the book. <laughs> but yeah, you're, yeah. Now, you're now too drunk. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I, yeah, I don't, I don't know, like, that that would necessarily work for us, but, you know, yeah. I could... You know, and I can see, in fairness, as a book club, we've done all sorts of outings. Just none of them have been book related. But we could do. I mean, we could do. We could do. Yeah. yeah. And actually, do you know what I was going to say as well? Um, the libraries of Dublin are beautiful. And rarely, you need to get like a tour to get into them. Um, so like I've been in a few of them through like that architectural I'm festival. I'm just going to say it now gaze into the book of cats for you yeah I've seen the book of cats I'm sorry as I'm Irish I've been on like a a school tour (laughs) oh nice one nice one do you want to be nice to me oh yeah keep it sweet um but there's some of them that are like they're more restrictive do you know what I mean that you can't get into so like a tour off peak you know I don't know I don't know if libraries have crazy periods um, culture night where yeah that's what I was trying to think of Mm -hmm. sorry that culture night I was trying to get and there's another one there's an architectural one there is yeah yeah, and I've been to a few buildings um, and there is of course researchers night which is in September I've never heard of that yeah wow okay researchers night researchers night and it's basically um researchers kind of open their doors and labs and and it runs from like 4pm to 
4 p.m. to 10 p.m. Oh, to kind of allow it. kids to come in from schools and stuff like oh, that yeah, and yeah. random events. Um, yeah. course, no, it depends where you get funding, but Trinity okay. had funding for the last two years, so oh. it was, uh, yeah. Cool, all right. It's okay, got my list. Next time, I'll yeah. put it around. But Do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, really good. So. But yeah, so like, I mean, you know, like tours of places that writers would find, in, readers would find interesting. Yeah. People who right. like books. Like, I mean, people who like books love sometimes the romanticism of books, like the beautiful mm. bindings, the, the leather yeah. things, yeah. the, the yeah. setting of the library, the seats, the smell, the, you know, so I think yeah. there is. And actually, one thing mm. that Warren Calthorpe said, he's not Irish, um, he's English, and he... Um, talked about like he's only just mm. getting used to Dublin and how Dublin looks and you know there's beautiful buildings and you know and I think there's mm. something about the city itself being a very literary city and mm-hmm. you know um that there are like you could I suppose actually do you remember we read Strumpet City you know mm-hmm. and yeah, like that did. was a very you know yeah. kind of thinking about places and and that you know and but at a different time but yeah. they do that kind of through the James Joyce Ulysses yeah. Day or tours and as well. They, they do literary book crawl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah so um, but like, know. there's also though the Rod Doyle, and like I know mm. Barrystown is not a real place, but there yeah, are Ballymun. Oh, well, yes. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say <laughs> that there there are comparable places <laughs> that you <laughs> could one. you know yeah, but that it's like yeah. it's interesting to go and and walk what around those Russell places. Russell Carroll Dublin Four. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So like, it doesn't have <laughs> he to be. He even wrote a guidebook. Yeah, so like it doesn't have to be historical. Do you know what I mean? It can yeah. be topical, yeah. populist even, yeah. and still you know be appealing. So I think there's I have that somewhere. Actually, had to get by inside Dublin on like ten thousand euro a day. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I'm gonna show it to you. Oh, brilliant, it's, brilliant. it's somewhere. I've unpacked all my boxes. It's somewhere it's, here. It's somewhere there. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's quite funny. Uh, it has a special map of Dublin. Oh, like a special it. microclimate inside Dublin with the palm trees. And <laughs> lovely, lovely. They're lovely. like Terranier is a demilitarized zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really which is funny because I think he is actually from Terranier, isn't he? I, d- I can't remember, but yeah, yeah. No, he's, he care, says he yeah. himself as <laughs> his working class as uh, HP sauce. So. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, I really think with festivals, I think sometimes it's really what what the approach is and who they're trying to target. And I think sometimes, if they know who they're trying to target, I think sometimes the sponsors can be more apparent. Yeah. So like you know, booksellers are obviously quite interested mm. in getting people reading. Mm. Um, I would say the Irish Writer Centre is quite interested in getting people writing because yeah. they'll start going on courses, uh, <laughs> you know, or like Big Smoke or is any of those. Um, so like I mean there's lots of like sponsors that there other writers group that you're that I don't talk about anymore because <laughs> it brings out the hatred in your eyes yeah <laughs> I'm the only one that's faithful you know, I know absolutely you're going to have to get a different writer's I'm not group. in another writer's group you're in another yeah. creative yeah, book Kent uh, Kent no, no still cheating no, absolutely <laughs> absolutely um, brilliant okay so anyway sorry at the end of that I was going to say that they are calling for opinions yeah, for, for ideas anything like, I, I, I'm not saying they yeah. don't, don't get me wrong they probably do have a decent program already worked out oh I'm sure they do May, yeah. oh, I'm sure Sure they do. But I think yeah, yeah. like they're just kind of thinking of different ways that it could be, you know, interesting and and I and I think it's really great that they're kind of thinking of different ways to to liven it up and really, you know. Well, I just yeah. think it's so great that they're willing to approach kind of you know that brainstorm that because yeah. you're kind of exposing yourself a little bit when you say to the people well what would you like to yeah. see in a yeah. festival because sometimes it builds with that expectation that this festival yeah. is going to be different and yeah. better and yeah. you know all the rest of sort of things. So, um, so I, I mean, to be honest, I applaud them for even yeah, just definitely. starting the conversation. No, I think um, it's great. I think it's really good. So, yeah, so if you have any ideas, they are calling for them. It's the uh, International 
Literature Festival Dublin. I think the website is actually www.i. It's I L F D D dot com. It's one of those. It's one of those. I will do my research. There was a thing called Google. I will. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I'll put it the notes. And and obviously then it will be on in May. So if you're you know kind of we might we might we might try and um you know connect with people who are going as well like you know so we might try and talk to some people not you know famous people or anything but like people there are other people who are kind of interested in writing you know that kind of thing so yeah so yeah no it was it was interesting and definitely definitely kind of on you could see that they're at at the coal face about issues that are to do with writers and writing and stuff like that they might not necessarily have all the solutions because or a policy position on them, right? Yeah. But they're definitely kind of conscious of them and conscious of the way the changes mm-hmm. are and open to, like, not, yeah, not at all snobbish about who, yeah. you know, who has a voice yeah. or, you know, who yeah. should be included or what's valid and valuable. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's always, there was always the thing of, like, you know, getting enough people, making it, you know, a viable thing. Those are real business concerns that are, sure. you know like not pure kind of like what what are we trying to do here yeah that's just the constraints of reality and i Mm -hmm. i don't think there's anything wrong necessarily with some celebrity whatever if that's appropriate you know well i mean i think there has to be a business model i mean i think it it has to pay for itself i think it has and i do turn a profit or or at least kind of be stable enough to have staff over the year yeah. when it's not running and be able to prep in advance and for it to be a stable yeah. running right. enterprise you know so yeah. so you know I wouldn't take away from that as well at all but I think yeah no I think it's really positive that they're um, you know and actually we didn't really talk about the international thing of it all but I think the international mm-hmm. thing is to include writers who maybe not native English writers so writers who might write in a different language but it's would translated translate it into English so okay. to include like the non-English speaking set of authors which right. I think is another really interesting which is yeah. unfortunately a thing when you see international literature that doesn't jump to your mind no, even though it technically it probably should yeah. but um, so I think like you know I've read a couple of translations of kind of interesting authors yeah. but I've found them very randomly you know and, yes um, yeah. so I think you know like and sometimes you know I've read a few translations myself and like they're just so beautifully translated oh and that there's some oh, talent in the translator absolutely as well. yeah. and like, yeah and you know my favorite Les Mis I mean that's translated true and it's yeah beautifully translated yeah. so yeah. I mean I don't feel like it's it, like the sentiment of each sentence is probably true right but the words it's probably yeah. they probably get the sentiment over getting the word yeah 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 yeah, yeah 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 like I mean Oh, some, some and do you know what else I'd be really interested in hearing is somebody who's gone through that process so what is it like to get your book translated yeah. you know into a language you don't speak so yeah. you have to have full faith in this person who is writing your book again basically yeah. Yeah. like do yeah. you sneak off and hire your own translator and be like what does it say what does <laughs> it really say the language yeah story, like yeah. I mean like because it's a total loss of control yeah. you know like you yeah. can't even proof it you can't yeah. even supervise it you're just it's gone. gone it's your publisher who does it yeah you know? so, yeah yeah and yet obviously it's a real mark of success oh don't get me wrong absolutely yeah. I, I won't I be know. resisting it i'll just be so interested in the process, the process yeah. yeah and, ha- and like, how do does it the, go does a translator ever talk to you and go yeah what did you mean by that yeah or like <laughs> can i get the right sentiment out of that phrase yeah yeah. yeah i yeah i don't know anyway so i think like the notion of the, the international 
rather than starting with the Dublin, mm. um, is to include more, like, Which is just such an innovative idea. I'm yeah. sorry, I think that's brilliant. Yeah, it is, mm-hmm. it yeah. is. Okay. Um, you just hope that there are more ways in which they can do that, you know, and, yeah. like, get exposure. Like, I, I, when I say exposure, I don't mean the writer's exposure. I mean, I want to mm. know who those good writers are. Like, if yeah, there is yeah. a like an amazing Latvian writer. Yeah. You know, yeah. I want to know who I want to read their books, but I don't know who yeah. they are. So, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. And as well, I mean, I would really like to see it move beyond just, you know, the bestseller list because to be honest, it doesn't really interest me so much because I feel like it's, people, but they have a real knows. hurdle to get on the bestseller list, yeah. you know, like when you think about it, their original, so one that jumps to mind is the guy who wrote The Shadow of the Wind, Carlos sure, something, yeah. Zafon, I think mm-hmm. is his name, I can't remember his middle name. But I loved that book. I thought it was brilliant. And, you know, mm-hmm. but again, it's a bestseller type space. But I think you would find it. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, I wouldn't find it in Spanish. Right, okay, sorry, <laughs> we're going back to that. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. No, I meant yeah. moving forward from that point. Yeah. That, like, yeah. you know, I would be interested in Shadow, hearing from Shadow authors that were not so much on the bestseller list. So, like, I would be interested oh, yeah. in hearing... The, the ones that will be on the bestseller list in two years' time. Sure, yeah. or, Those like, or yeah. ones that were, like, you know... Just as good. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also ran, yeah. but, you know, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and also kind of more obscure authors I think sometimes you know you can have like authors that this book is particularly good because of X, Y, and Z or, yeah. or like you were saying the process that went into it or yeah. you know like there's all different tacks to take I think well there is another one that's um, Ile de France is the, the guy's name um, it's the Cathedral of the Sea is what the translation is and he's mm-hmm. Catalan and he it's like historical fiction it's the okay. building of um, one of the, the churches in Barcelona and just these fictional stories that, that take place around mm. the, the construction yeah. of this and it's in typical um, that typical fashion Span- the Spanish fashion it's very depressing Okay. And there's lots oh, of God. bad things happen to people I'll be avoiding <laughs> that book I'm like, no, life's too short <laughs> but, um, and it's huge yeah, yeah. Okay. but I have so, it. Such so a serious points against it. There, yeah. it's huge <laughs> and depressing. Yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry, you must be reading trust um, It was recommended. <laughs> it was recommended. Came highly re- recommended. Yeah. yeah. So it's probably it's very well written, but mm. yeah, so. yeah. Okay. So anyway, anyway yeah. So it's it's definitely going to be an interesting event. Yeah, I can't wait for it now. I'm really yeah. excited about it. Yeah. Well, you're the joiner, Kathy. So I am. Um, I can't believe I missed the meeting. I'm so annoyed. I know. Look, life happens. Um, it was a bait and switch. It really wasn't. I was dying to go. <laughs> anyway. I was like, there's no, I wouldn't have signed up at all except you got the tickets. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. I'm a joiner. It was right joiner. down the street from where I live. So Yeah, yeah it was know, easy for you. It was yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was right near where I work, but I still wasn't going to go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway that, is, okay. that is our extrovert of the group, Kathy. Yeah. Does, does everything, yeah, does things yeah, yeah. and talks to people. Yeah. A podcast outing, I failed to attend. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right, so that's enough for this week, I think. Um, so let's leave it at that. Um, so if you want to hear more from us, um, we're at irishwriterspodcast.com, we're on iTunes, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, you name it, you'll find us. No, we're not on Snapchat. We're not on Tinder. On Tinder. <laughs> Could we go on this video? How would you have the podcast on Tinder? I'm intrigued. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> be, be looking for the... Um, <laughs> The little logo. You swipe left, no. right. I don't know which way you swipe. No, is this safe? Just be looking for the man with the club. Oh, yeah, yeah. He'll be our new logo. Be our logo. Just gonna... <laughs>
put that up on, on our Twitter tonight. <laughs> so by the time the podcast is made, you might just scroll back a bit. But, uh, oh, yeah. He'll be there in all yeah. his glory. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>